What is up, Fat Stackers? You are listening to the Fat Stack Sports Show now on Spotify. Can we make this something good? All the miles are separate. Can we make this something good? Disappear now, and I'm real. Well, I'll try to do it right this time around. Let's start over. I'll try to do it right this time around. It's not over. Because part of me is dead and in the ground. This love is me, but you're the only one. It's not so am I... You're up. Where are we recording? Alright. Alright, Fast X Sports Show. Before special. we start, before uh, we start, just want to get out of the way. Fats I, is doing this from yeah. the car. Fats is doing this from the car. So, um, we are boot scooting and booting. Go ahead, Fats. Yeah, doing it from the car. Uh, I mean, it really does not make any sort of difference between doing it in a uh, room compared to a car. So it uh, shouldn't really be too much of too much of a big deal. But it's really rattled your brain. I've got to notice. Not really. I was just making that a point. <laughs> really rattled it. But all right, uh, best sports show uh, September. What is it now? Twenty fourth and or twenty uh, third and we twenty second. <laughs> We are already off to a bang here. Keep going. Days are really uh, running together lately. Um, We're here with Star Spangled Goofball Crew, uh, Noah Jacobs of the Scrambled Legs Show, uh, and most notably, insurance salesman. He's lighting it up on the insurance front. He's already actually already set me up uh, with a deal, so I'm loving that. But Noah, how you been, brother? You know, kind of bored, honestly. This whole transition into real life is is crazy. Like adulthood, no one can prepare you for just, all right, show up, go to work, go home, watch TV. I read a book yesterday. I don't read. It's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> at, least I'm, I'm got, on... at least you've gotten that far. I haven't uh, decided to pick up a book yet. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I mean, I've, I worked on uh, trying to adopt a dog, but, you know, you work nine to five. I can't you got to like really sacrifice to be able to play nine holes of golf after that. And I don't really want to go golf by myself or something. So I I generally try to run in the morning, you know, get some form of exercise in before I go to work and I kind of get off of work and every day is a mystery. Some days I lounge around for about five and a half hours after work and go to bed. And that's about a day. Yeah. How long until until this guy's, uh, health habits and running how, how long you give him till that uh hits the wayside in this adult life what one year what you asking me yeah i'm asking you what do you how long oh, you think it's, it's coming the slope is coming man i'm telling you this uh living you know doing your own thing and starting the whole work kind of weird all three of us are in the you know real world workforce yeah it's and, normal I, I tell you what uh we don't have to spend all night on uh, i'm just gonna be flat out got in a car crash i have told the story of the car crash at this point as five zillion times so i'm just going to give the quick spark notes of it and then i'm gonna get to the roots of the actual story uh so i was going uh on my way to work uh taking a different route than usual because i just moved into my apartment and the exit i was in the far right lane getting ready to exit it was right before the exit that i get off uh to get to my job the exit right before that, I didn't know this because it was my first time taking this route. It 
the 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 on ramp it, it it is a part of the right lane. Like so, the right lane just turns into the off ramp. Uh, so I didn't realize that. Quickly realized that. Switched lanes. Looked in my rear view mirror to switch lanes. As soon as I flipped my head back around to uh, my lane, three cars ahead of me just all slammed on their brakes, and I was a second too late. Slam on them. Hit them. Slid. Hit this uh, this like SUV suburban type car. Somehow, not a scratch on the thing. I really don't know how. I, I do not know how. It's like I had a halo over it or something. But did not leave a single dent. Well, if it didn't leave car. a dent, like how hard did you hit it? Well, I didn't. Well, here's the thing about cars: is they are literally made of, I think, plastic. Uh, they crumble at uh, ten. Like they do. I just it blows my mind every time I see it. They literally crumble. And I think what happened is my little Chevy Cobalt just slammed right into the hitch. I think is what happened. Uh, and by the time it was even touching the the bumper, uh, it was already basically totally slowed down. So that was essentially what happened. Okay, fast forward to adult life. Dude, these last, like, this whole last week when I've been trying to get a car has been what I describe as just flat out hell on earth. Just hell on earth. Literally, who knew that? Listen, so just no need to, like, me brag about my money or something. But I have enough money in my account where I could buy this $15,000 used car just with straight up cash. I'm not doing it uh, to avoid the, the financing details, mumbo jumbo. I'm not doing it to build my credit and because where I have that money is in a 401k and, or a Roth IRA, excuse me. And that's making like 12% currently where if I pulled it out, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't make physical sense. But goddamn, if I would have known that the simple act of getting this $180 monthly payment, the fact that they, they like do not believe me. So how my job works is, I you know, one month I could be working 30 days. The next month I could be working 10 days. One week I could be making 1500 bucks. The next week I could be making 200 bucks. It's just how this industry works. And I tell you what, I spent a solid hour trying to explain that to these people to the point that my like HR person had to send them an, uh, like a letter that, Hey, like he's not BSing you. Like he's not going to be making, they tried telling me I was going to be making like $12,000 a year. And I'm like, Oh my fucking God, because all they could use is my last pay stub and my last pay stub. I worked fucking two days last week and they couldn't quite, they could, their brains could not quite wrap around the concept of like, I work when sports teams are playing. And I don't work when they aren't playing. Well, and they just could not wrap their I, heads around. I guess, like, I get their point of view as like a bank. You need they need like a consistent like paycheck. I get there. I get that point. But with I, I feel like you'd still be able to get a loan. I well, I finally just got approved for one today. But I had a, the amount of hoops I had to jump through. You wonder why, like. Just people always bitch about, like, man, being an adult sucks. Like, enjoy being a kid while you can. I don't know about you guys. When I was in college, I never really felt that way. I was always like, man, this is awesome. You know, this is, this is fun. This is more fun than high school. I don't yeah. have to spend all my time in school. I can, you know, work on school for three or four hours, and then the rest of the time is basically to myself. Yeah. But just, I don't know if you guys have had to deal with this process, but I'm telling you what, do not crash your car because the next week and a half, you are literally going to be your brain will be fried from the numbers and the financing and the bullshit you got to go through. Dude, be glad it is 
not you had to do the insurance stuff for it too. I know we, we talked about that when, when I helped you out, but dude, the insurance stuff behind like a claim and what that does that you're not, Oh my God, it's, it's hell on earth on both sides for that. So can we just just get on the record that you were the kid growing up in, um, growing up when we were all younger, that when we were all like, say we were, we were all at like a go-kart place. You were the kid at the very end, uh, pulling into the pit stop. Everyone's like, stop, stop, stop. Hit your brake, hit your brake. And you ram into every single car. And I did the pit stop. You were that kid, and it's now showing with the. Uh, Wait, I actually was, or are you just saying that as like hypothetically? Hypothetically, you were that kid. Oh, that because you slammed into. A Come car. on, man, that's way too soon. You know that. <laughs> no, nothing is too soon. Uh, all right. Well, well, I'm. I glad that you at least spark noted the story because I had not heard it. I did. I knew that you were you were working on getting a car and stuff, but had no clue what it was. Can only imagine the the bank mess and all of that with like, uh, my job is very varied and what I do every week, not every week is the same. And they were like, whoa, 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 we just can't. But I mean, wouldn't you be able to be like, here's my last 60 days of like work yeah. information. You would think. Yeah. It's weird. You would think. That's weird. That's all. You would think that you would. There, that, so that I, sounds I like your bank's a bunch of hard asses. And, do, and sorry, don't, sorry, you don't want this money? See, I'm taking my money elsewhere. That's what I well, I guess it, and for you, I almost wish it would have happened then when you worked like 18 straight days. They would have been like, oh my God, look yeah, at this. This guy, he's well, really making money. Point, here's the thing that is also confusing is I get a, like, basically a $5,000 check at the end of football season. And so I'm like accumulating in this into my, like, salary, and they just, they can't. Like they can't wrap their brain around it. There's no way. There's no other way to put it. Well, there they are, man. No, I picture this is you inside your office. Your brain could not wrap it around this stupid ass fucking payment plan. And I'm like, I was like about to say, dude, like I'm about to like just drop this cash on a table just to shut you guys up. God, spread your wad, man. Spread your wad, homie. Even if I made twelve thousand dollars a year, which think about that, what is that? A dollar an hour? <laughs> even if I was making that, I think I could fucking pay one hundred fifty bucks a month, man. Holy hell! Um, wow. So you should withdraw every single penny and get it in cold hard cash and go whop it on the table. I should, but dude, if it if it if it if it was like. If, I, if it was my choice, that is what I would have done. But it just didn't make physical sense, man. I know that you're kind of in the still in the little, like, boyhood bubble. But for guys like me and me and Noah, who have been in this adulting world for a long time and aren't still hitting the bars every weekend and hanging with the college crowd, uh, that's what you got to deal with, man. You got to make money decisions, not just what what is maybe the most convenient thing at the time. Or you just don't crash your car. <laughs> That, that too, that too. Could have been. I will say when I was picking out my car, uh, I really wanted a Dodge Dart. Dodge Dart. Something about them, man. They're fucking. They are fucking sweet rides. Uh, um, but there's all black Dodge Dart, and you wonder why car dealerships get a get a bad name. Uh, this car, this car was posted. It was like eighty thousand miles. Uh, all black. Um, leather interior. 
like all the gadgets and gets those black black rims tinted windows i get there and the pictures are nothing like or and the actual car is nothing like what the pictures look like online i see you now this car was rusted out and i just got there and i go i'm like basically like i guess i'll fucking take it for a test drive drove it for maybe five minutes around the block returned it dropped the keys off and didn't say another word what the fuck is going on with this dodge darts Dodge darts. Uh, okay, that's the what even is your car? Uh, uh, fucking potty. Like you drive, but you always have the classic like mid-sized like girl cars. Love it. Mid-sized. Uh, actually, I don't have that car anymore. <laughs> I sold Did it. You sell it already? Yeah, I sold it. Some poor schmuck bought it. It's got like 800,000 miles on it. it doesn't even I tell you what, man, uh, you were looking at that car and uh, uh, Fats was like, you know what? It'd be an awesome thing to, you know, get that car, man. You really like that car. Dude, the only reason I would have bought that car is so that I didn't have to deal with all this bullshit that I ended up having to deal with, man. Yeah, there see, was nothing I... about that car that I said, that thing is fucking awesome. I need it. It literally would have just been something with four tires, an engine, and oh, fucking so let me tell you this: when I dropped it off at the person's house, it didn't have a headlight. It had a cracked muffler, no AC. There's engine failure, and um, there was one other thing. Oh, the tires just would not keep air. And when I dropped it off, they said, "Sweet, I'll take it." And then I got my money. Oh, I had a hundred or I had a hundred and two thousand on it. It's really not that bad. But so, uh, how much of that did you disclose to the buyer? Uh, I told him there was no AC. That's it. Good God, dude. Your contract of utmost good faith is terrible. Hey, you know what? Now, they, like, I told him it wasn't in the best shape. Like, I was, I was honest with them. And no, I, I mean, when, uh, when I, when I, I dropped was it honest off, with them, when it I sounds like it you off, were concealing some information. Are you, wait, are you like. saying, like, in the forefront? Because, like, at the end, like, when I made the sale, like, I told him everything. But, like, I'm talking, like, just, like, on, like, the Facebook and, like, everything. Like, where I put it, I told them, like, you, you do, like, very little on that. And then once you get in them in person, you tell them everything that is, you know, you want to be honest with them there. So, I was So, essentially, essentially what happened is you got the cash. Uh, you were you were in your car peeling out. And as you were peeling out, yeah, the engine has failure problems. <laughs> no. And I mean, that's, pretty, that's, pretty, that's a pretty funny thought. But, I, I no, I am a more upstand guy than that. Uh, more of a sand guy than that. But didn't he did, uh, the uh, last guy who bought a car from you? Didn't he buy it? Yeah, and last guy was an idiot. Uh, didn't ask any questions. An idiot, and you take advantage of idiots. You take advantage of them because you know you can't. They use an absolute <laughs> idiot. So I sold him that car, and I blocked his number. Yeah, that car should not. I should have <laughs> not gotten that. Have you blocked this? Is that your move? Is the block the number as soon as you make a sale? Man, Did you well, block this? You guys giving me remarks on this. You should be you should be praising me. I'm a swindling king on Facebook Marketplace with cars. I've sold three cars <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace and a boat. Like I am, I have been very active on that, and it's been unbelievable uh, throughout the entire process. Uh, but if you're on eBay. If you're on eBay, your buyer rating would be like one star. No, because this idiot rating. doesn't even have eBay. Like, doesn't have a phone. Like this, he was an idiot, absolute idiot. Like, I, there, I, there's nothing else I could do. He didn't have a license, so he handed me half his cash and said, "Yeah, can I take it for a test drive?" 
All right, yeah, took him for a test drive, shook my hand, says, I'll take it. I didn't say a word to him about it. I took the rest of his cash, went to the other car with Father Yo-Yo. I said, go, 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 go. And I, I, I took my license plate off, obviously, and then, yeah, he just kind of, whatever. But, yeah, he didn't have a license, and I'm like, this guy's an idiot. And I had to get rid of it because there was no way. I ended up, this car had 300,000 miles on it, and uh, 2000, 2007 Chevy Equinox, 300,000 miles. Um, and he paid me $2,500 for it. So I took off. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, we so, will never be business partners because you will get me in trouble. <laughs> hey, sorry. Just, uh, just one of them, one of them salesmen, you know, just go buy their own books, you know, no, nothing on the maps, just cold hard cash. Well, um, all right. So you guys went to. Wisconsin a few weeks ago. Uh, is there any highlights of that trip that you feel the need to get on the table? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was an absolute blast. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. If I mean, if no, if if anyone has not been there that's listening, to this was probably a good majority. Please go. I mean, um, Noah figured it out pretty quickly. I uh, went to the right place out of college, out of high school, and that place is unbelievable. So, uh, anything you'd like to add, Jacobs? Uh, yeah, for those of you guys that have have listened, and and well, really just just know um, the Star Spangled Goofballs, the three of us. Uh, Lieutenant Wooly traveled with me. You know who I'm talking about if if you know us, and really the the yin and yang of Yo-Yo Ball and Lieutenant Wooly is, like, they're complete opposites when you get them out to a bar, but they're both guys you want on your side. It yeah. is, I don't know, Yo-Yo Ball, and then you combine them with, I have another friend who was back visiting that weekend, oh, who, who had just graduated with me, and he loves Jaeger bombs, and Yo-Yo Ball loves shots, and those guys were a dangerous combination Saturday night after the football game of just... Shots were being, they were being flung, they were being thrown, and it was, it was fun. We did a, we, we almost got in a fight. The guy oh. was, was making fun of Yo-Yo. All right, Yo-Yo Ball. I want that, if there's a story to tell, um, tell that story. Yeah. But Friday, Saturday night, we went out to the bars. Uh, we had a good time. We, we threw a little bit more money probably than we should have. Nothing crazy, at least on my part, but, you know, you always kind of come back and you're like, well. Probably could have done something better with that money yeah, than just right. drink like that. But um, weather was beautiful. It was it was the best bad football game I've ever been to. Like, and I've I've been to multiple Wisconsin games. Like Eastern Michigan, they were out of it the whole game. The student section was was pretty full for a long time. The atmosphere was really high. I couldn't believe it. Usually at a game like that, you know, people are like going wild for the first quarter and then it's over. But jump around, that was probably the best jump around I've ever been a part of. And we were at like the very, we snuck into the student section. We were at like the very top of it. It was, it was just like a fun game. It was a beautiful night. Um, And then, yeah, we go out to one of my favorite bars. It's called Mondays. A lot of people that have visited Madison and seen me there have been to Mondays because you can get people that aren't 21 in generally, um, as long as it's not like a ton of people. It's, It's kind of a smaller bar. It so it feels a little more crowded. It's got a decent back patio, and it's got four dartboards. I love playing darts. You can call me a criminal for that. I love being at a bar just with like six people I like and just playing darts and talking about whatever and having a good time. I love to do that. So we go to Mondays, and 
they make their drinks strong, which is good. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to order a ridiculous amount of drinks. And basically it was like 90% alcohol in the rum and coke I had. And you're like barely touching it, but we're in line for that. And you know, this, this guy behind us is belligerent. Like when I say like, Oh, this guy was crazy drunk, like movie level, like guy stumbling guy, holding him up. He, he barely knows what's going on. Like literally movie level drunk. This guy behind kid, us. Kiddo, kiddo didn't very know how rare. to, uh, little, little kiddo didn't know how to control his alcohol. And he about got his ass kicked. But we'll yeah. Continue. And it was, at this point it was like 1130 maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, it, I would say. I mean, it was right after the. It was after the game. We already went to. A, it was late, probably like eleven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was our second stop. I've heard of this story. Uh, this is when Yo-Yo Ball got Fleming. Yes. <laughs> so for the so Yo-Yo, can you maybe? Uh, yeah, explain yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I was gonna explain it. Yeah. So so this so this you know, ass hat behind us. Like was What was he doing? How was he so drunk? Was, just a so, frat so, boy uh, drunk? So or Ty Ty, was he like trying to fight everybody or yeah, what was so, he doing? So Ty Ty, uh my my uh I, what what do we call him on this? What do we call T Bone. Crazy T Bone. T Bone, yeah. So T Bone uh was in front of me. Uh I, it was it was like the perfect combo. It was Sergeant Wool Lieutenant Woolley and Jacobs and myself, and then it was um, three of my Eastern buddies, and they, everyone just kind of meshed perfect. I don't know how else to explain it. It was like a really good time. And um, and so T-Bone's in front of me waiting in the line, and they kind of off the side, and, and this asshat behind him starts like leaning like on him, starts like leaning on him and like just kind of swaying. Like he was that kind of five million sheets of the wind. So, um, the first, the first, it started where T Bone turned around and, like, pretty intimidating guy. Like, if you don't talk to him, like, at the bars, like, he would be pretty intimidating. He was like a bouncer. And, like, he turned around and he looked, kind of looked at him and it was like, please stop swaying and please stop touching the back of me. That's weird. And that kind of started it. So, and then I, like, kind of go in front and he starts, like, talking to me. And I'm just like, dude, like, I'm, like, looking at him, like, shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> And so, like, we just kind of go back and forth and, like, I mean, I'm all, I'm pretty buzzed up at this point as well. Um, so, and then, like, he's just kind of saying, like, weird shit. And I'm just like, dude, you need to stop. And I, I, at one point, this is what really pissed him off. And this is why I got Fleming. Um, I turned to his, I turned to his buddy that was standing next to him. I'm like, dude, control your buddy. Cause, and I'm, like, in his face. I'm like, control your buddy. Because... He's about to get his ass kicked. Oh, <laughs> uh, I said that to him. Like, like, I don't even know if anybody knew I said that to him. But, like, I said that. I'm like, control your body. He's about to get his ass kicked. So, and then, like, he just keeps swaying. How big is this guy? How big is this Dude, guy? tiny. My <laughs> size at best. Dude, at no, best. Really? A little but bugger? He was, yeah. He was, he, okay. He Dude, you can't act he like that when like, you're a fucking small guy. He might have been, like, fucking. Jacob's and I's height, but he was, like, scrawny. Yeah, I, I could have beat him up. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, I mean, I, I probably could have put him in, like, a chokehold and just, like, I don't know. It could have been bad. Um, Glad we didn't. Glad the hell we didn't. Cause don't there were cops him. all over that yeah. spot. That's, we, like, the busiest part of Madison. I just, whatever was said, I was just going to be whatever. So, 
he then pulls over and like I'm a big fan of uh, uh he's a barstool guy uh Frank the Tank or Frank Frank Fleming and he's like a good 400 pound man. Um, <laughs> so he like looks at me and he just goes, "Wait a second, are you Frank Fleming? Are you Frank the Tank? Are you Frank the Tank?" And I'm like looking, I like. How did it, okay, first off, how did, it's funny that this guy knew that you were going to know who that was. That's the funniest part about it. I know, and I looked over at Noah, and I just saw him, and, like, we both kind of chuckled. <laughs> no, no, so this is, what I remember of that part is, like, so the guy was being annoying, he was being swaying. Wooly actually moved because Wooly the was, guy was, Wooly like, was leaning against him, so Wooly was just like, I'm just going to move somewhere else. Yeah. So they just, oh. like... Switch spots with like Santoro in line, pretty much yeah. is what happened. Yeah, and uh, this guy just keep talking to Yo Yo Ball. He's just talking, talking, talking. And he picked the right one out of the box he, to talk back because now I, 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 he picked. Of course, he picks me to talk because like I was, I mean, I was pretty, pretty drunk. Pretty drunk. Yeah, already. we're the only one, and, uh, the only one uh, entertaining him, man. He yeah. had to, you had to, you had to get it to somebody. You're the only one going back and forth. With this yeah, thing. you're right. You're right. But continue. Sorry. <laughs> Well, basically, what I hear is, like, I'm just trying to ignore the guy. I'm trying to talk to somebody else. I'm, I'm texting somebody that's, like, going to meet us there. And I hear him say, like, wait, are you Frank the Tank or just some other fat dude? And him and yeah, Santoro say both turned around. He goes, him and Santoro both turned around so guy. fast. And I was like, oh, shit. And at this point, they had, like, a one more friend had come in, like, just got there from somewhere else. Like, literally the been there probably a minute. And I was like... Between Yo-Yo, myself, and Santoro, we were all like, "You need to get your boy out of here, yeah. like now." You need to. Get, and the one guy was like, he didn't ask any questions. He just got there, and he was like, "All right, he seems pretty drunk. We're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna and go." I, I threw and in a thank God laughs. he did, because that guy would have said one more thing, and yeah. Yo-Yo was about to. Yeah, actually, I think I think T-Bone was worse. I think T-Bone was closer to like actually swinging. Oh yeah, but Yo-Yo was pretty close too. And- it's hard to get me close to doing that at a bar. I'm not that type of person at a bar. And, like, I was, like, Finch clenched, like, Arthur, you know, hey, it's Arthur, like, fist clenched uh, picture. That was yeah. me. That was me. And, dude, T-Bone was about ready just to turn around and clock him in the nose. <laughs> um, but the funniest part was, like, as he was leaving, I was, like, looking at, like, the guy that was picking up, picking up the two, the, the other two, the guy that, like, came in. And I was like, dude. This guy will not control him. Like, I think I even told him, like, he's a pussy. Like, I was just like, this dude can't control his buddy. You should have, you should have, uh, what's the, um, like, uh, call me crazy one more time. Yeah. What's that? What's call me an elf one more time. Call oh, me an elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have been, call me Fleming one more time. <laughs> Do it. Call me Fleming yeah. one more yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I mean, I, and like honestly, like I had nothing to say after. Like I just kind of started laughing because I'm like, "Dude, you need to leave." And I kind of made up a little fib at the end. Um, I'm like, "Yeah, me and I got twelve other buddies here, and we all want to kick your ass." Twelve other buddies. Yeah, we, were, we did have a group of uh, five. There, there so. were five. Yeah, yeah, you had a big group. That's a big group. But well, I, said, been I just said twelve. Fine. I said twelve. Of course you did. Yeah. Wow. The fact um, that you gave this guy the time of the day is maybe the worst part about it. Well, dude, he was, like, leaning. He, dude, it looked like he was, like, a, he was just about, like, dry-humping T-Bone. It was weird. All right, this guy's stories are really derailing. Regardless, Madison was a fun time. If you haven't been there, I'll say it again. Gotta go. It's awesome. Go watch a football game. 
go experience the bars. Uh, you can ask a couple people. I know, like, I don't know what some of the nicknames you've had for these guys on, but like Schoolboy Q, Mohead, they they both got an experience. Obviously, some of the some of the more cross country ish guys of the world that are on my side of the spectrum. Yo Yo Ball can speak highly of it. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know what you guys call MJ on here. I'm sure you had a name. Him, Montgomery. All right, Montgomery. He, yeah, he was over, and uh, he seemed to have a good time. I only saw those guys one day when they were in in Wisconsin, but it's it's a great city. Got to catch a game there some year if you're a Michigan Michigan State fan. Get over there for the any time they play Wisconsin. It's a good, it's a great place to be in the fall. It is. It's electric. It really is. I don't know how else to explain it. That's what it sounds like. Uh, I, I got to get down there still, man. I know you're gone, but I still got, I still got to make my trip down there. It's definitely circled on the calendar. Uh, Just bring speaking me. Of, speaking of Wisconsin, yeah. uh, Green Bay, Detroit Lions just happened a couple days ago. Noah, you're a Lions fan like me. Yo-Yo, the Eagles got their ass whipped, so we don't even need to dive into that. They get they their got ass whipped. They're going to kick the Lions' ass. Fuck the team. We always beat the Eagles, man. We always beat the Eagles. You know it's true. So Can't we'll wait. lose every game of the year. We'll probably beat you guys. Can't wait. Uh, Can't wait. But Monday Night Football, I mean, let's just start with the uniforms. The all whites, fire. Uh, you you got to admit it. Any team that wears all whites looks damn good. The Cowboys need to do it sometime soon. Um, the fucking Bengals look sweet with the all whites. So the, the uniforms were a bonus, but boy, oh, boy, this team is, is flat out horrendous. They are so fucking bad man were you guys and, and kinda, the thing that, were you were you a little like were you like really like right like might it be good when they came out and scored well, well here's the way i look at this season is hey let's beat the fucking packers let's beat the eagles and this is one hell of a year 13 or three and 13 one hell of a season aaron Rodgers has gone from maybe my favorite player in the league to my least favorite player it, it, like it, over the course of this last like his whole last like year renaissance where you got guys like Russell Wilson who have the same sort of disputes. They get it all buttoned up, sewn up in, in, in five days' time. Aaron Rodgers drags it out the entire year, and that team is, is in shambles. People are going to act like they're, like, fixed because they beat the Lions, but the Lions are ass. But here's my problem with the Lions is we've been rebuilding, me and Noah's whole life. We have been rebuilding our whole – other than one year, we had a legitimate chance one year against the Cowboys in the playoffs. That's the one good team we've had. All the other years we made playoffs, it was the classic wild card taking on, you know, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks or taking on Drew Brees and the Saints. Like games the Saints, that we had no yeah. shot, no shot at. Uh, but just I'm looking at this roster. There is no, like the offensive line is good. Other than that, we have nothing. This defense is the worst defense maybe ever put on an NFL field. That's no joke. They are. This defense under. is so bad. This That's is so one of the worst defenses I've ever watched. And I'm not a football expert. You guys could read it a lot better than me. It's not hard for me to tell, like, well, Packers are about to score this possession. We're not going to stop anybody. We I, can't stop anybody. I saw a crazy stat. Panay Sewell has not given up a sack. He's a he. You know what? If you guys want to shine a bright spot, wow, I'm not even a fan. I'm I'm the one shining the bright spot in the Lions. Uh, Panay Sewell is an absolute stud. He is he is like that. There, there's your golden angel right there, right right on that. Hey, he looks hey, he's an offensive lineman. Lineman boy, nobody gives a fuck. Hey, get this. Do shit. get this. He has not a crazy stat. He has not given up a sack since week four of his senior year at Oregon. Okay, dude, 
yeah. Like I said, man. He's not so, given up a sack since senior year at Oregon. He's Dude, played two NFL when, games. You week, know that linemen don't four, matter. Week four. You know the linemen don't matter when Joe Thomas for the Cleveland Browns like the best lineman of NFL history, and the Browns were literally going 0-16 every year with him on their team. I have a complete um, of, like other uh, like a complete counter to that. Um, Jeff Saturday, I think he might be one of the best linemen of all time. Colts won the uh, Super Bowl, so. Jeff what Saturday, the fuck is that? I, that is Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning. Jeff Saturday was a center, which is the shittiest position of all the linemen. That's where the shittiest ones go. Still in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because Peyton Manning, because he scored a couple of fumble touchdowns. That's why. Jeff Saturday was a beast. Jeff Saturday was a very well-known lineman. Yeah. Uh, I will say. He was he was yeah. like the one lineman I knew for about 10 years. Yep. Classic guy, man. The bar down the middle. The whole career. <laughs> um. But back to the Lions. Sorry, I had to put that in there. Yeah, the thing that just is the worst part about these list Lions team, man, is we got like a five-year rebuild. Five-year rebuild we're staring down the barrel of, and it's just we've been rebuilding. We've, we've been in this nonstop cycle my entire life. If you and guys it's were just, the, if you it's, guys it's, were it's the draining, owner, dude. I want, I want an answer from both of you guys. If you guys were the owner of the Lions, are you keeping anybody in a skill position on the offensive side of the ball? Yes. Who? Who? Hawkinson. I, that's I would I would keep Hawkinson and I don't hate Swift. I don't I'm not saying that you couldn't get a better back. I don't hate Swift. I think he's a good third down back. I think he does kind of open the field for some stuff. I he's obviously you can get a better back, but if you're just saying like are you gonna keep skill guys, those two guys, yeah, I'm gonna keep them around. They're not gonna they're not gonna hurt my team. So you're you mean you're I, shipping out you want new new quarterback, you know, shipping golf out of town. Well, so, I mean, like, what, are we talking like this is a Madden franchise and, like, I can make stuff actually happen, or is this real life? Yeah, because yeah, no, we, I'm, I'm saying, like, if you if you took over ownership of the Lions, like, today, like, what are you doing? Like, what? who are you no, keeping? Who are you That's keeping? the thing, man. There's nothing to be done. You can't. This isn't the NBA where you can make one blockbuster trade and totally – it's the NFL where it takes time to rebuild these fucking things. And because of the poor ownership and the Patricia era and Quinn era, dude, it's like this is the the, the cupboard is bare. It's so bare. It's 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 mind blowing how bare the cupboard is. When you so, really dude, look this roster up and down. I, I shit you not look bad. it up and down and you will you will you there's five guys you know on the team. There's five guys you know. So, okay, I got Jacob's answer. So, if you were the manager, general manager starting tomorrow, Fats, what is the first move that you make? You just wouldn't do anything? Jeff Okuda, slice right off the roster. Um, Jared Goff, he's going to finish out the year. Then we're trading his ass. Uh, we're literally losing every game, and we're drafting a quarterback. That's really the – that's the only – we're tanking. That's the only way to turn this team. We need to draft the next Russell Wilson. We need to draft the next Aaron Rodgers. We need to draft the next – uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's the only way the Lions will ever be good. That's a fact. All right, so let me give you what I would do. Yeah. And I'm probably the least qualified of this group. I'm, it's not probably. I am the least qualified of this group. Talk about football, what I would do. The defense is terrible. They're really young. I'm going to sign a couple of veterans to hopefully try and bring some of those young guys along. They're going to get a lot of snaps. We're going to get beat. We're going to get a good draft pick. That's going to happen. They've got young receivers kind of developing. I don't really think any of them are actually that good. 
I'm I'm cool with Goff being there, like until they pick somebody and then a guy comes in under Goff or a guy like battles Goff for the the position. Like I, I kind of think that's good. The offensive line is fine. Really, I think you know they've got some young guys that are just terrible, and I, I don't know if it's coaching, if it's mentorship, if it's just like lack of experience. But you just you just got to bring some guys in to to light a little fire under under their ass to like just help them figure some stuff out so that by the time you know maybe three years from now let's say we do tank we get that quarterback and now you know he's in his second or third year ready to be good we've got one receiver we signed that's good Hawkinson at this point is a really solid tight end we're still using Swift and maybe we got a power back I don't really know what we're doing with all that and now at this point you're like well the defense needs to be they need to be at least middle of the league we cannot be this bad every year. So I don't you, – you have to build with some of what you got. It's football. It's not basketball. You like Just like Fat said, you can't move and get two pieces and all of a sudden be like, this is a playoff-ready team. You have to like really build something. I don't really know how you do that the same. I've played a lot more 2K. I pay a lot more attention to basketball. But – you you've got to stick with some of what you got and you know they've made a lot of draft mistakes but I think I don't like Jeff Okuda one bit I don't like the other rookie cornerback I think you have to ride with those guys for a couple years and try and make it work because they're not worth anything right now you can't trade them for anything and if you're just going to cut them then we're still going to be just as bad that doesn't make any sense to me it's that's, true. The message. that's a good point we that's you a in the first point. round and you suck you're getting your ass cut that's what that's the message I'm sending um but, dude, God, here's the thing with these, like, uh, Dan Campbell, and I like him, but, dude, you, you listen to him at half and shit, he's like, yeah, we're battling. This team has so much fight. We're battling this or that. Dude, this team, these guys are out there collecting a paycheck. As soon as Aaron Rodgers turned it on, they they were literally letting Aaron Jones run wild, catch wild. Like, they, they have no fight. They act like they have fight. What fight have they shown? Literally, people act like because the 49ers almost fumbled away the game that this team is, like, so resilient. Dude, if you're resilient, Monday night football against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I don't care how good they are. We know they're not that good. You are not getting blown out if you have a, some sense of fucking lion pride in your fucking heart. There's also, if like, a... Uniform, you aren't getting blown out like they did. Yeah, there's also a counter to that. I mean, if it was anybody else Monday night, I feel like they make it a closer game, but... There's something like magic in the air Monday night in Lambeau Field with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Like they, they, they could have been playing the Bucks and they would have absolutely killed them. Something about it, like I just not. They the know, right. dude, They know on Monday night. What is Aaron Rodgers doing with his hair, man? Did anyone else notice his like grease hobo, hobo mullet flying out the back of his helmet? He's a grease ball. <laughs> it's gross. It's really gross. He's a uh, what was that book we read in high school? He's a uh... greaser. Oh, He's a greaser. No. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the Outsiders, or yeah. are you talking about... Oh, okay. okay. What, book yeah. you, what, what book were you thinking? I was... There was some... No, no. There was some book that uh, a bunch of people read that was just about dudes that were taking roids, and I was trying to think if you guys were talking about that, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, the Outsiders. He, he's a uh, pony boy, man. I don't know. Greaseball or not, dude, he was throwing some frozen ropes. Dude, he's fucking badass, man. He yeah. can sling the shit out of the ball. It's it's unreal. Uh, he can play. 
But uh, all right, other NFL storylines, real quick, before we move on to college football. Uh, Eagles, give me your give me your one minute Eagles recap, yo yo. Uh, I, I mean, the team sucks ass. There's really not much more to say. <laughs> so with the Niners, when they played the Niners, I mean, it was just like a standstill. Both defenses are super stellar. Um, I I love seeing the Eagles defense. Uh, Fats just made a super stellar, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Fats just made a face at me, but it, I mean they only scored. Stellar. They held the they held the Niners, uh, you know, one of one of the top offenses in the league for. I mean, not I wouldn't say like top offense right now, but um, pretty solid offense at the moment. And uh, they held them nineteen points. You know, um, got a couple turnovers, couldn't execute. Jalen Hurts, the one knock I have on him at the moment. Um, you know, Eagles fans, you know, hold no remorse. A very ruthless fan base. Uh, I would say that he can't score in the red zone, and he better figure that the frick out right now. Uh, he's, he was in the red zone. I think he was like uh, one for four, one for five in the red zone. They, they did two goal line stands against him and just couldn't get in the end zone. So, I mean, at the same time, he's Mr. Big Play Magic. I, I love seeing him. I love seeing, you know, a fun offense to watch. He was throwing – like, get this, dude. He, they, they threw a 90-yard – completion to Quez Watkins and they then did not get any points out of that like they, Mr. Big they, Play they just can't get in the end zone dude I mean so that's my synopsis um well Brandon Graham uh as well like there's some big storylines that like are bad Brandon Brooks uh Mr. like you know he has all these like mental health problems and like anxiety and has like spaz attacks and like anxiety attacks, like, and he like has to like set out of playing football when he's getting paid like over fifty million dollars. No comment on that because I uh, don't want to cross a line. But come on, man. Uh, and then uh, Brandon Graham uh, also tore his Achilles, and he's out for the rest of the season. So that is a huge. <laughs> Not only um, is he out for the season, dude. That old that old geezer, he's probably done for a career, man. I know it could be, man, but uh, he's going to go down eagle lore. Absolute eagle lore, man. He only team he came out saying that uh, he, that's the only team he'll ever play for. Um, you know, live as an eagle, die as an eagle. Sorry, his wings are a little clipped. You know, nothing you can do about it, though. <laughs> nothing you can do about it. But that's my synopsis. I think that covers NFL. All right, college football, I just want to ask. I have not, I'm going to raise my hand right away. I've not paid enough attention to college football to, like, truly give any great takes. I just haven't. I, I followed who's winning games. That's about it. I feel like you got to watch a lot more to know a lot more. Right now, your four playoff teams, I want to hear Fats, and then I want to hear Yo-Yo. Well, here's the thing about this college football season. is It's never been so open. It's never been so open. Bama almost just lost to Florida. They look totally beatable. Clemson, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I seriously think the Eastern Michigan Eagles might have a better offense than them. No they shit. Mustered up, they mustered up 21 points in, in the last two weeks. So, so circle them as just, they're not the Clemson of old. They are going to revert back to what they were, you know, 10 years ago. They are not on Alabama's level. Devil Sweeney is not Nick Saban. He got lucky once, not happening again. That's for damn sure. So they're falling off the map. Georgia's defense is legit. They got a, they got a chance. Uh, Oregon looked damn good. Ohio State is beatable. Um, it's so open that I'm more into this college football season than I ever had before. 
Yeah. Uh, so we, you we, did not give me four teams. Yeah, we need, I we want need, four teams. So, I mean, I, there's no, there's no four teams. That, so, I, mean, yeah, I don't care. This is what I'm gonna no, say. I do not care. This is what I'm I gonna want say. Four this, teams. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna say, Fats. This is your one time that we have had, and you, you know, you want this time. Make this top four whatever you want because you could do that this year. So just make a top four and stick <laughs> with it. Make a like this is this is like you know. That that conversation and debate has gone to the wayside. That conversation and debate is back. So put four teams in there that you think is going to be. I'm doing my list right now, and I love it already. Bama, Georgia, Oregon, um, and dude, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's about to drop a game, dude. You can tell. Spencer Rattler, the guy's spending more time doing the doing the kicking wings sponsorships and uh, finish line sponsorships than he actually is like balling out on the field. Uh, they barely got by Nebraska. Uh, so I, I, dude, I don't know. It's those three teams. Those are probably the three teams I'm circling. I really, I have no idea who else to put in there. I don't the like Hawks. Ohio State. I don't Give like the Ohio Hawks. State. The, the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa Hawkeyes, baby. Dude, zero shot, man. They're Even going. There. I'm Even all on board. Me too. God damn, I love it. Me too, but we'll get there. You guys are dumb as hell. Even in the one year when those stars perfectly aligned where they didn't play a single good team all year, and all they had to do was beat Michigan State and they were in the playoff, they couldn't even figure it out that year, man. So if you think this is happening, they're like Wisconsin. They're they're not good, but the schedule aligns every so often where they can kind of waltz to a 10-1, 11-0 record, and then they get their ass whipped by whoever comes from the other side of the Big Ten every year. Well, it's Ohio every, State every, every year, so that's bullshit. Yeah. Ohio State's awesome every year. Yeah. <laughs> At Michigan State, that's why I just yeah, Michigan State, the one uh, Iowa year, Northwestern, throw them in the mix too, dude. What a joke that whole side of the Big Ten is every year, every year they're ass. Okay, can you give me a fourth team? God, you suck at this. <laughs> there is no fourth team. I'm not just gonna throw a, I'm not just gonna throw Iowa out there and make myself look like a jackass. All right, like, you can throw a different team out there. You threw throw Iowa Penn State out he there. Throw Iowa. Ohio State out there. You can't. You didn't throw Oklahoma out there. I expect a team. Yeah, Oklahoma is is not good. Mark my words. All right, I'll throw this out. Cincinnati. Yeah, there, we go. there we go. Those those group of five teams never, ever, 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 this ever make it to the year. This is the group of five's year. No, it's not. Believe me, dude. They're gonna drop a game to when you least expect them to. That's how it always goes. The people always have like the doomsday scenarios. Notice how the doomsday scenario never ever plays out. Uh, it may. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, well. so here's my creative. You asked Jacobs. You asked a question. Here's my answer. It's in the number one spot just because I say I think it stays consistent. Nick Saban's gonna that team. Great teams find a way to win. Alabama, you know, that, that's a team that everyone's kind of looking at. They looked a little weak against Florida, but we don't know how good Florida is. Alabama, number one. Number two, the team that kicked my arch enemies ass this year for the first time, and I absolutely loved every single second of it, even though I had a bet going against it. Oregon Ducks are going to be number two. Number three is going to be the Iowa Hot Guys. That's what, uh, that's like the frat saying there. It's like a frat saying. I don't know. Living in Iowa, you figure it out. It's um, the I Iowa State Cyhawks. They say Cyhawks, and then like all the frat kids call themselves Hot Guys, and the sororities call themselves Hot Girls. Hot Guys, Hot Girls. Kind of weird. But anyway, Iowa State Hawkeyes, number three, and then number four is going to be Cincinnati Bearcats. That is the strangest. I love it. You have to you it. have to mix it up. I would think whether it, if it's not going to be Iowa from the Big Ten, I think the only other team is going to be Penn State. 
interesting takes. Michigan, yeah. Michigan State, no, no shot. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm freaking out about Michigan this week. I don't know. I, I think, I think Rutgers against Rutgers. The Rutgers is not the Rutgers of past. Rutgers is undefeated, um, and they are putting up about uh, averaging about 42 points a game. So they look very good right now. It is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, like you said, like you, you know, you're you're getting back into following it, and that's a big one that people are kind of eye opening. Rutgers is two and zero, or yeah. Yeah, that's if, if Michigan gets through this game and doesn't look like dog shit in the process, I, I'm in on this team. It's just it's such a weird spot right before Wisconsin. Rutgers, you're used to blowing them out by 70 points, and, and they just aren't that anymore. No. They aren't. Greg Schiano, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You put him in the Rutgers, Rutgers uniform, and he's the best coach in the country. You know what? It's kind of cool Rutgers is good. Birthplace of uh, college football. So, pretty awesome. Dude, how many, time, how many years in a row is the Big Ten going to run that commercial? Long time. Great commercial. It's a great commercial. It's a great commercial. Not going to lie. I, like, have it correlated to, like, football season in my head now. Like, I need that commercial almost, you know? I don't know what the song is, but it's a, it's it just screams Big Ten and fall in the Midwest. I don't know how to it. Um, But, all right, let's wrap this up. A couple of – a little bit of tidbits on Michigan, Michigan State, and then let's call it. Uh, Jacobs, I know you aren't familiar with the situation, but A or B? Uh, a, Blake Corum, B, Kenneth Walker. Who's the better running back? Uh, seems like so far it's been Kenneth Walker. I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but I, it does seem like to this point, evidence leads to Kenneth Walker. That's what I'm going to go with is evidence. Yeah. You can't hide from the stats. I mean, KW three, man, he's got a sweet nickname and Michigan state's kind of got it moving right now. I, I, I like, here's the thing with it. Like, I. I hate, I hate talking bad about them, but, I mean, I'm a realistic college football fan, and, and they're, you know, they're bringing back, they're striping the stadium this week against Nebraska. They're going to absolutely kick the shit out of them. Um, they're calling That's what their, you think. They are. Uh, they're calling their stadium the woodshed. Mel Tucker's got everybody on board. Stripe the woodshed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Michigan State's uh, Spartan Stadium is now, they're calling it the woodshed. There's like a history, I guess, falling all the way back uh, through the Michigan State days, Michigan State lore. Uh, and they're saying, stripe the woodshed. And it's like, it was trending on Twitter. You know, it's going to be a night game. It's going to be awesome. I don't think it'll be the best atmosphere I've ever been to at a Madison, uh, in Madison, Camp Randall. Uh, that goes down, mark it, check it off. That has been the best atmosphere I've ever been in, in a college football game. And, um, but back to it, Spartans got it rolling. Michigan's got it rolling. This game's going to be awesome. Um, and like exactly word for word, what fat said, if, if they cruise by Rutgers here, um, they, this is going to be like their first real test. I think that they can kind of keep it. If they can keep moving after Rutgers, I think we're going to see an undefeated Michigan versus an undefeated Michigan state. And that is no. going to be one hell of a game. Well, I guess I disagree in one scenario. So this weekend, if you didn't know, and everyone here, Michigan, Michigan State fans, uh, it's a rivalry I didn't know exists. I don't think it actually is a rivalry. I think it's just a game. Old time. Wisconsin, Notre Dame, and they're playing in Chicago at Soldier Field, which is sweet. The winner of that game is going to have some serious momentum. So if Wisconsin wins and Michigan then comes the next weekend to Camp Randall, barring, like, injury – that is not a place you want to be. No, you're right. Damn it! I didn't know they played them next. I didn't know they played them. Now, next. however, they could get they could get beat. Notre Dame could be like, we just got scared by Toledo. 
We are as fired up. I don't know. I don't know. I never know what to think of Notre Dame football. I really don't. Notre Dame and their quarterback. Up. Hold on. And their quarterback is a former Wisconsin starting quarterback. Yep. They kind of got shoot out. I don't even know what happened to that guy. <laughs> he was good for like three games, and he was terrible. So he's either going to be awesome or terrible. I don't really see a middle ground. Um, this is going to be a weird game. I've just got a feeling it's got it's got like seventeen thirteen written all over it. Just kind of boring, but like kind of on your toes for a lot of the game. Okay. I don't really know what to expect. All you need to know about Notre Dame, one, I said this at the very start of the year, how in God's green earth do they not have uh, Trevor Lawrence as their quarterback? No idea. Like, why are these scrub-a-dubs always quarterbacking it up? You know what's weird? Dame, what's weird is that it, it's always just the quarterback. Everyone else around really them is, like, like phenomenal. They have stud at, they have stud tight ends every year, NFL tight ends every year. They have uh, what Chase Claypool? They have Will Fuller. Dude. They have stud wideouts, but it's Tommy Reese and uh, Ian Book and um, Brady, what the fuck's it? Brady Jack Quinn. Oh, Brady Quinn running the show here, dude, dude. But no, here's this Notre Dame team. This is exactly what they are. If you remember Notre Dame versus Texas, the quote unquote Texas is back game, we thought Notre Dame was good. That's sort of the same thing with what what's happening this year. With uh, we thought Notre Dame was good. They 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 went three and nine that year. We thought Texas was good. They ended up being ass as well. That's the same exact thing that happened game one this year. Florida State versus Notre Dame. We thought Florida State like wow they're really showing us something. You know this yeah. is a damn good team. No, they've since been ass. Since then Notre Dame barely escapes versus Toledo. I'm telling you this this team is going to end up being like an eight win four loss team. They are not good. And this is going to be the first little sight of that when Wisconsin just blitzes their ass this weekend. See, betting-wise, I'm staying far away from this game for the fact that Jacob, what Jacob said, it's going to be a weird game. Very weird game. They're going to be feeling each other out for the first, like, half. I'm telling you, man, I've never felt so confident in just a fucking pick. I'm telling you, I just got that feeling. I get that itch every once in a while. This, this, This game... I circled it as soon as I saw it on the schedule this year. And and, and and I've been reading into these Notre Dame tea leaves each week, man. And this is the week you cash in on it. They are so overvalued, I'm telling you. Okay. I'm, I'll am i take your – I'll take it. I don't like it, but I'll, I'll go with it just for that fact. I mean, I I don't know. If, I don't know how – I think the only good bet is the under. No, I'm telling you. Uh, you never know. Well, while I will say this was a pleasure, gentlemen, I am yeah. freaking starving. I have not eaten dinner yet. I am ready to wrap it up. I love doing SSG. You know, scrambled legs, as you know, it's kind of uh, kind of on the back burner right now. We're figuring out a lot of stuff in this adult yeah. world. Um, it's just hard to schedule other people. I don't want to do a solo show. That pretty much is about what, what we're going to put down out there. That's not to say, you know, there might not be uh, – a state meet preview when high school state meet comes around or like a national championship preview or something like that for NCA. But you know, the Olympics happen. I'm just a dude that lives in Shiawassee County. Now that's, it's not like the most exciting thing in the world. I don't live with a bunch of runners anymore. I'm not completely immersed in it. I love the sport. It's, it was kind of time to take a step back and I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Um, more than happy to contribute to some stuff once in a while, but I don't know if it's going to be a part of the routine for a little while here. we got some stuff to figure out. So 
Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, uh, Goofball uh, number three. Uh, that's it for the Fast Tech Sports Show this week, September 24th. Sorry about last week, not getting a pot out. Uh, like I was dealing, the, the night we were supposed Gosh. to record was the day I was sitting on the side of the highway with a tow truck, so I had to, had to postpone it for the week. Uh, but we're back. We'll be back again next week previewing Michigan uh, versus Wisconsin. Let's hope that Michigan and Michigan State get out of this weekend with a win. Uh, and that's it for me. Yo-Yo Ball, set it out. Yeah, talk about a terrifying text from Bats uh, last week. Just totaled my car. No pod tonight. I was <laughs> terrified. I'm like, this dude's in a full body cast. Uh, yeah, just hold the car. No pod tonight. Yeah. That's exactly what I said to you, too. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, make sure you guys are subscribing. Um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now on Spotify. We are rolling, kicking the gear on Spotify. Yeah.